A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. The uh, Irish tweed is actually very breathable in sub-Saharan Africa. Tell me, you were looking well now in a few of the pictures that you sent us. Tommy. You looked appropriate, you looked like you were at home out there. So I sh- will I, I will I, I start so you from were the in, start. You were in Ma- start from the start. Ma- Malawi. No, I can't tell the story the way you tell no, the story. No, but I, I like I'd the journey. Did you, you got taken up to Dublin Airport. And, yeah, did I let them not mind that? No, no. Where, where did you fly no, from? That, I no, don't, that's not the way I tell stories. Oh God, but I want to hear the journey, Tommy. We're all Turn on a journey. Okay, why don't we just, why don't you, a, Hector, tell us the time you went to, <laughs> to Addis Ababa. Yeah. No. <laughs> tell us about the journey, Tommy. Where did you fly? No, people like the Irish people like to fucking fly. Hector's like your mother there. Where did you fly tell from? Your, tell your uncles how Dublin you got to where? You do you sometimes dress up as your mother and pretend that she's still alive and talk to? Okay, me. tell us about the flight into. No, I'll Africa. tell you nothing. No, I stand would, up there, did Tommy. You land in Addis Ababa. Look, stop. Can I just let the story come out of my okay. mouth the way it wants to? I tried to test start the story by saying no, a couple of days ago we walked around Galway looking for... Yeah, fl- I, f- I find this oppressive. You're trying to get me to tell the story. I'm trying to paint a picture for the person who's loading fucking meat in the butchers and bruff. But you can't paint a picture because carpenter? you don't have the paintbrush. I have the paintbrush. What about Leonard's paint? first fix and he's listening to this? Okay, you paint a picture, Tommy. So, well, I don't paint pictures, actually, I just follow sentences. I landed <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> Throw it on, go on. Yeah. So we started off uh, on the flight home from Lilongwe. Isn't that just a beautiful? As, as I said, the fellow who was driving us to the airport said, uh, it'll take a bit of time to get there. And I said, it's a long way to the long way. It's a long way. And I have to say that I, uh, one of the things that happened on the trip was um, just fucking reminded of my utter and total uh, stupidity. Like, I really do fucking... I exasperate myself. I get these rushes of blood and I say things and I wonder afterwards, who would, like, I was sitting at a table with, uh, it was myself and uh, two African men and three African women and I told a story that had an African accent in it. So oh, I'm no, there you didn't. People. Please tell me you didn't. I did, yeah. Oh God! And did you even see yourself walking? Did you even think to yourself to send the line before? Oh, I shouldn't be. And, and I and I further compounded them by um, uh, one of the fellas was a fantastic looking athlete, a fellow by the name of Lawrence, and he went out running with Quiva, who's the they went for a jog at five o'clock in the morning, 
and he came back and he says to me, oh, she got, she's a lot fitter than she makes out. You know, she's, we ran up hills and everything and then she was, she was well able to fall, but I'm, I'm going to push her hard tomorrow, you know, just to see if she's, if she's fit for that. So it, it came up at the dinner table and I just got this fucking dopamine head rush of stupidity and I said you did not Lawrence you came back to me and you said tomorrow I'm going to push her very hard we are going to go up the hills and then we'll see how much fit she is nobody I will beat her tomorrow I'll show you I will beat her and everyone's laughing everyone's kind of going oh, no. everyone's laughing and then I get back to the room that night and I like, like who does that who fucking does that? That like a little monster that Who comes out. The fuck does that? You're in her African. And I was thinking then, imagine if he was telling the story and he went and then Tommy said, Oh sure be Jesus, big aura, a bit of holy. So I've but because I was I was hanging out with people that I don't know, I was more conscious of this kind of stuff like that that I do. So I was sitting at an, another dinner. <laughs> I was sitting at this inappropriate. Uh I was sitting at this dinner table. So we're, we're kind of headed out to the country during the day, deep into rural Africa. And like, you'd be on a main road, but a main road wouldn't be a main road like we have a main road. A main road would be a, a road here that has been abandoned for a long time. And people walking, fuck me, on the left and on the right and trucks and cars flying past. You'd see a group of fucking toddlers and not an owning adult in sight just walking by. The, Where the fuck are they going? Women with buckets on their heads and walking everybody walking and then you take a left and it, so the, a lot of the roads in Africa are just clay red clay no pavements are in there no pavements are mad well like where are they walking on the Sand side of the road roads. there's Short no pavements there's no fucking no, no, there's no centre no zebra crossings <laughs> well sometimes it depends on the Serengeti yeah and uh, okay okay this is you've already what, you're going to do the jokes now is it you fucking liked that one didn't you I didn't even get she it. She didn't even get it. That's how, good, that's how good it was. You know you're onto a good joke when Larita's, when the expression on Larisa's face doesn't change. And Larita, you know you're onto a real good one when after about a second Tommy goes and he points to him. <laughs> but can you explain it to me? Or? Zebra crossing the Serengeti. Only in the Serengeti. That doesn't matter. Oh yeah. We I get it one. now. Do you get it? I do, yeah. I get it now with the zebras. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. dirt roads and sand. And sand. And then we take a left off that again and it was like it was more like falling down the stairs than driving like two or three hours of just fucking either you're getting rattled so we go out to the country like r- rural Africa these uh, but is there much of a difference between the town and the rural Africa like is it, is it much different so 70% of the population in Malawi is subsistence agriculture so they just their whole tradition of life for thousands of years has been we grow enough to feed ourselves and shin a Mm. that's it Um, and it was seeing the difficulties they're having with that because of the way the weather was changing they had so normally you get a cyclone every 30 or 40 years but because the world is heating up uh, they've had four cyclones in the past five years like four the most recent cyclone, there was Cyclone Anna, Cyclone something else. And you won't believe this. You will not believe what they called the last fucking cyclone that did more damage than an other fucking cyclone. Always the, women's names, are they? Wait, wait till you hear this. Sometimes there's men's names Wait till you hear this. This cyclone came into Malawi, destroyed the place, fucked off back to Madagascar and back in and fucking battered them again. And they called it, that's right, 
Cyclone Freddy. Cyclone no Freddy. Way. Cyclone <laughs> fucking Freddy. A tempest. Oh, I tell you. Oh, he wrecked. Some damage. He wreaked some havoc. fucking <laughs> damage. Wrecked the place. Your man said to me, the last cyclone we hear Freddy was the Cyclone a... Freddy. And I said, say no more. Say no more. Freddy killed. <laughs> I'd say he did some fucking damage, huh? <laughs> so, uh, so in the evening then we drive now the cities are fine like the cities but are but like are they like a city in like America or a no, city in no, uh, England like um, how big is La Longue uh, it's about from here to, <laughs> to I can't remember I don't know the, the population but sizes. like is there a so, supermarket in it is there oh a there'd su- be shops and hotels and businesses and ads and restaurants and schools and universities it's like last time in Somalia that it's it's not the people in the city who are fucked it's the people out the country and mm. if 70% of the people in the entire country are subsistence farmers then yeah. the other 30% are in the city. So there'll be like furniture shops and Oh, fuck, whatever you want. Fucking mobile phone shops. Like, yeah. it's a, a proper functioning city. A lot of people kind of just hanging around now. You know, fellas sitting on walls and selling bicycle pumps and mice. They ate <laughs> mice. <laughs> right. Oh. They, yeah, they do. And anyway, so we're, we're back in the restaurant anyway. And I'm sitting beside this. There's uh, five white people and one black lady. What was the restaurant like? A fine, beautiful restaurant. Like a restaurant you'd, what you'd, you'd go to What kind of food was it like? Is it like an African restaurant or a Mediterranean restaurant or a yeah, Italian restaurant? Uh, so mayo with your questions. No, but I want to, I'm trying to visualise it. Like, with, yeah, was there um, tablecloths on the tables? No. <laughs> was there condiments on the table? Africa. Yeah, but it was, was it just a, it's a, Would you walk in and say, "Oh, this is an African restaurant"? No, you're not not out loud. <laughs> well, obviously not out loud. But like, did it look different from? No, it didn't. Well, apart from the what fact that the everybody there was African. What was the name Tommy, of it? Uh, the, the grill. The grill. Did they have did plates? They have, yeah, yeah. The Grill Twenty One Club. One thing I noticed. So it's an American steakhouse. Yeah, one, 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 well, an African steakhouse. So you could eat crocodile and goat and ah. all the type of malaki. Okay. A lot of African people eat with their hands, and it was lovely. So no cutlery. No, no. There was uh, yeah. You could get cutlery, but I'll say it again. A lot of African people eat with their hands, but there was cutlery there. Okay, okay. Right. So yeah. I was using a knife and fork, but they were doing. There's a special fish from Lake Nile called chumbe or chumbe or something like that, and they would kind of they just grab it with their hands. And Tommy, what were you introduced as a comedian? Did they know what your job is away from all of this when you landed in Malawi? Did people were you introduced as this is Tommy Tiernan? No, every did t- they ask you the so people around well, what at, do you do for a living? At a at a tribal meeting or a, uh, some sort of get together between the Troker crowd and the uh, villagers and the villagers would have got, villagers were small maybe 10 or 20 houses slightly bigger ones then maybe 20 to 50 houses but when Troker arrive the, repre- the chief of the village would come and, and, and chat you know and everybody had to give an introduction so the first time I said hello my name is Tommy uh, and I'm an entertainer <laughs> Right, well, that like, was... What do you say? Like, what do you fucking say? And then were they waiting for you to make <laughs> them laugh? Fucking... I'm, I'm the coach of the under 11 Baron of Soccer team. Did they think you were going to start juggling or Why something? Why do you say I'm a broadcaster? I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> fucking no BB Baskin. I'm a broadcaster. I'm an I'm a broad... Then the children expected you to juggle, juggle and take out a guitar <laughs> and go. <laughs> Somebody say. <laughs> Somebody oh, say. Hello, hello, hello. Somebody say. Homeless. Home. Join in if you know it. Moonlight sleeping on the midnight lake. We are homeless. So anyway, so um, I want to know what did you eat in the restaurant? Uh, I had uh, this is called beef tornados. I mean, this is a this is a restaurant. So you stayed, you based yourself in the long way. No, first night in the long way in a hotel. Yeah, second night then we were in Dedza. 
uh, third night in Palumbo. Fourth night, I can't remember where. And then we were Blantyre. Blantyre. And then back to Lilongwe. And the hotels were fine. The cities are fine. Cities right. are totally ordinary, functioning places. But like I said, nearly three quarters of the fucking population are out the road. In the middle yeah. of nowhere. In the middle of yeah. the middle of nowhere. Were you travelling the highest? What did you travel Some class of a fucking... Rattling away for hours and hours yeah, and four, hours. You know, long, long old trips, you know. Uh, what about see, the heat, Tommy? So the heat was probably mid-30s. It was phenomenal. The, um, the men that I met were really interesting. Uh, an African man's job, his one and only fucking job, is to look after his wife and kids. And I met all these men out the country and they were saying, they were, that's my job. My only role in society. And I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Is to look after my wife and kids. And if I can't look after my wife and kids, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. There was no talk of individualism. Of course, they had, you know, you might have a fellow who said, well, I, I wanted to be uh, a doctor or I wanted to be a carpenter um, in order to provide for my wife and children, but I wasn't able to do that. And that I thought it was really an amazing, amazing thing to, to boil Simplicity your, of so it. Just a, and I, th- I thought it's a good thing for Irish people to hear, you know, people struggling in marriages up and down the country and finding it hard because we've we've... We're on a quest for personal happiness and personal satisfaction and a lot of these uh, uh, marriages in Africa would be arranged, you know. So they, they, they're not running with that. They're just saying, I have a wife and I have four children and my job is to fucking look after her and them. That's, that's it. Because your day is shaped, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Why do you they know, have arranged purpose. marriages? Do, is it because of the dowry or is it like the, the, none of them... In my eyes, they don't really have anything. So why are they arranged? No, but they, some families might have oh, a load tribes. of goats, tribes. Some family might have sheep. Some family okay, might okay. have a little bit of tiny so bit the, of tillage. It it all depends agriculturally what they have. Would the husbands have to like, in terms of looking after their wives, would it be killing animals and making their dinner, like getting no, so the, the, getting the food ready? No, that's you cannot believe how hard the women work. Okay, like. The women do everything. The hunting. The men lie in the shade. The men go off into the town to try and sell goats. Or, you know, I don't know what the fuck the men do, to be honest with you. They do something. But what's their purpose if they're the whole, if they're just to like provide for the women uh, or protect uh, the woman? So a a man's job, a man would tell you, I'll get up in the morning and I'll go and I'll tend to the crops early. I'll get up at five. I'll see how all the crops are doing. And then I'll head off uh, and I'd be gone all day maybe trying to sell a goat or trying to buy a goat or just but it's the women who do the fucking work man. oh yeah women cook the meals women are women do the work on the land women look after the animals women are walking to wells with, I saw this woman she was carrying a bucket on her head that held 40 fucking litres of water Jesus. 40 litres and she walking for miles and she had to and she, we were talk, got talking to her she had to do that trip 20 times a day what you know, and because so because clean water is a, a huge issue now. The country is mainly Catholic, but there were some Muslim. Uh, there's Muslim population there, and mosques have this thing of when you the part of the Islamic thing is washing yourself, isn't it? It's some you, you wash your hands and your feet or something and your face yes. before you pray to Allah. So the mosque would, when it was mosque was being built, they'd have clean fresh water beside them. So it's almost like the Muslim Malawians. We're kind of sorted. 
because they had water. Yeah. But some of the Catholic and Christian ones, they had to walk for maybe, you know, five kilometres doesn't sound like much, but it's five kilometres there in the fucking heat. 30. 40 litres of water. And they feel the heat the same way we do. Like you might think, oh, they're living in Africa they're and it. they're used to it. I was boiled and this fella says to me, it is hot. Like, do you know what I mean? So oh, they use the shade. They they look for shade. Um, Tommy, wh- wh- where in Africa did you go now? Oh, well, did you stop in Addis Ababa on your way down? No, no, on, on the way, you see, we weren't able to stay anywhere, but it was just on the on the way home. We're like, what we, do you mean you weren't able to stay anywhere? Well, because we couldn't leave the airport. Oh yeah, the flights yeah, yeah. Were, yeah. So connecting. We, it was awful funny. I uh, I knew I knew Liverpool were playing Spurs. So what was the airport <laughs> like? Proper international airport. Okay. Not a proper, you know, like a... Uh, Bars and... Totally. Televisions. Yeah. They're mad for the premiership in Africa. They're fucking mad for the premiership. Right. And I was kind of glad to be away from her for a while. And But I knew... I, someone had the information had gotten to me that uh, Liverpool were playing Spurs this particular day anyway. So I was... We were flying into Addis and I was, I was looking at the time. I said, I might catch the fucking end of that because I knew there was a bar there that had a fucking television, you know. I might catch the end of that match. Got off the plane. Fucking little speedy walk up to the bar with this fucking giant television the size of the side of a building. Right, very <laughs> modern airport. And everyone's looking at it. And I walk in, walk into the bar, look up at the telly, Matt up scores a no goal. And I go, Ara, fuck you. And I walk out again. <laughs> but it was the names of the places that I got a buzz out of on the way home. So, you know, we left Lilongwe and we flew into the Congo. And even if you never got out that of the plane, Congo. if somebody called, he says, where are you going? I'm going to the Congo. And then we flew from the Congo to Addis Ababa. And Addis Ababa. You know, it was the names yes. of the places I got a buzz out of. We weren't allowed to leave the plane. Um, did you have a, did, like Tommy, Malawi? Beautiful people though. I mean, Jesus. And so fucked. not dangerous at all there? No. Malawi is different to, and there's a civil war thing going on in northern Ethiopia now and in Niger. Sudan, all them places. Uh, they've never had a war in Malawi. And they, they refer to themselves as the warm heart of Africa. They've, there's no internal fighting in the country. There's corruption, but no internal fighting. They've never had a war. So do they have like oil or do they have no, any they, natural resources? Uh, they, they can grow tea, they can grow tobacco and they can grow coffee. And it's one of the things that I can't remember. And what about but drugs? Like, the, is it a Malawi tea is one of the most famous cannabis plants in Africa. Uh, it's renowned for its potency and it's but they it's not a business so you can't a, f- a farmer couldn't do it really they drink it the locals drink no, it no they don't go near it so they, they uh, oh I could t- so part of their way of uh, communicating with one another and addressing social issues is through dance so they'd, they'd have this they'd, it's the, the way we have set dances and river dance they'd have they would create stuff like that every new ones every year, but they'd be about social issues. So there was one about gonorrhea. Right? There was a gonorrhea set dance, right? So I'm there, I'm there watching it, and this fella's coming up, and the other people are really good. And they're all doing the fucking dance, right? And this fella comes up and he has a purple hand grenade over where his cock should be. Now he's wearing all kind of he's wearing he's wearing all he's wearing a grass skirt, you know. But he has this kind of a purple hand grenade, and uh, I I don't know it had to be explained to me so after what was going it. on. So he's there, he's there, and then they all come over and they put their hand on the cock. And they smell the fingers and they fall down. Ah, stop <laughs> it! Just to show, just to explain, just to show, to reenact what can happen. So, and then he he, he dies. So, like, like a safety video, like a drama. Like do you remember the ads for the road safety at Yeah. 
Farm safety out. Or the one where... One look for a safe code. Or the one where Grandad was uh, in his, uh, beside the deck, on the deck chair beside the river. Where's Grandad? Good <laughs> looking after old people near amazing? rivers. Um, so so there, was, there was one then about smoking too much dope. And what was that video so like? The, the, no, it wasn't a video, it was a dance. Oh, no, yeah, See, people were that. dancing in front of me like, so that was where... Uh, this fella had a he had a massive joint in his mouth and his he had a, a strange kind of mask on and it was how the singing was about how it was how advice was passed down to younger generations so don't smoke too much dope that but that's how they kind of communicated with but the so the the thing that's annoying is that like I got talking to these four young climate activists right and they're all, I lost my temper with them. Gosh. Well, I didn't lose my temper, but I, sa- I said... What age were they? They were in their mid-twenties. Right. All locals. Well, they're, oh, no, they're, no, they're from... Oh, um, from NGOs. No, no, no. They were, these were Malawian people who'd been to university, gotten okay. degrees in sustainable agriculture and stuff like that, and worked on various different committees and had been different parts of the world talking about what's going on in Africa and Malawi. And I was saying to them... I, I'm not sure that what you're doing is going to have any fucking effect whatsoever. And I'm not here to speak on behalf of Trokra who are doing phenomenal work here. But I I think you're, you're, you've set up all these committees and you've set up all these uh, study groups and you're talking to all these people and you've all these organisations. But unless you get the West to stop emitting carbon by the fucking bucket load then your country is going to be even more fucked than it is. And I was just getting, I was saying to him, you know, I was talking about civil disobedience. I was going, I said to him, never mind your fucking committees now. Is it time to start breaking the law? There's a great documentary on Channel 4 called Is It Time to Start Breaking the Law in terms of climate activism? And I was saying to them, talking to them about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and the civil rights movement in America in the 60s where people said, we're not fucking waiting around for white people to cop on. You know, that, and the whole, the, the Black Panthers mm. became militant and got guns, you know. And I was thinking to myself, if Africa gets angry, what happens? So you know, do this loss and damage fund. So last year, every year there was a thing called, called COP, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last year was COP27, this year is COP28. It's like a, UN, like, like a UN thing. All these countries gather around. And of course, the rich countries, the, the black countries get to say what's going on and the rich countries get to say they'll do something about it and nothing fucking happens. Okay? So the, the African countries are asking for money. They're saying, we have caused fuck all of this but we're suffering the most because it's our temp... Like, climate change is affecting people in Ireland but they can fucking adapt. We, mm-hmm. we can't. Three quarters of our people earn living from the land and the, the land is fucked. So what are you going to do about it? And... The, the the white European Western countries are saying, oh yeah, sure, we'll sort it out, yeah. And last year they set up this fund called the Loss and Damage Fund where they agreed that, yes, it's our responsibility and we will give you money. And they haven't done anything about it. They set up the yoke and they've done nothing. But I was thinking, what happens if fucking black people in Africa get angry? It'd be a huge uprising. Now, what if they get fucking That's angry? That's a huge <laughs> continent of but countries. Trying to get all of them to go onto the... F- one page first all of Africa all of the countries all some of them that are at war and fucking civil war here yeah yeah you know how on earth can you convince those people in Malawi those young climate change 
what are those four kids going to do? Go and try and stand up at the top of Africa and say, come on, everyone, we need to stand up. And how yeah, the Yeah, but there is an is Africa. That? There is a new Africa rising. There's more educated, more education. All the old more people will say it's God. And all the old people have this deference towards white people. And all the old people will kind of think that a white person needs to be listened to. And there's a kind of, they've a, they might have a slight inferiority complex when they're surrounded by, oh, 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 it's a white person. A white person must be important, right? But the young black Africans, I'm, what I'm asking is, what happens they're, if they that's, a, say, that's an uprising. That's hundreds and hundreds of millions. Fuck you, the yeah. West. Fuck you. It's a powerful voice. So what happens? Yeah, but... What happens if they all create their own currency, 17 countries or many? It'll be Africa. great if they could. Africa is a changing continent. I know you're saying a real fundamental agriculture what? and what's happening on the ground in the middle of the country. But Africa is changing. The cities are changing. There's more education. There are a lot of positives. But I'm, I hear what you're saying. Africa is a powerful if Africa voice. gets mad. Right. So, so what happened to uh, the West when the Islamic countries got mad? When uh, Pakistan, Iraq, Iran, and some of the Saudi countries—they all got involved fairly quickly. What happened when they when when they lost their temp? When they said no, you, that's how fucking ISIS started, mm-hmm. and they attacked the West, and it changed the way we had to live. It increased our security and made everybody vulnerable. And there's still attacks going on in different. But parts did it of the protect world. them? Like it made us be like, oh, we'll protect ourselves and oh, we'll have these security checks. But has the damn thing changed for those people in I, those countries? But I, but I don't know, but I'm, but, I'm, but I'm asking is, I'm not suggesting this is a way of going forward, but I'm saying what happens if they get angry? What happens <laughs> Someone's if they, going to listen to them. What happens if they say, fuck you? Well, probably Malawi is the last pl- place to have any clout if they have nothing there to offer the rest but of the there's world billions, there's of billions and billions of dollars of exports leaving Africa every day of the week the Chinese are in there they're in in all those countries building infrastructure and building rail systems and building this so they want to extract as much as they can Africa is a very rich place and it's been mismanaged for a long time but if they raise their voice and get unity they will fucking shake they could shake the world you know, so at the moment they're saying in a, in, a, in a beautiful, patient way, while their members of their own country are fucking dying, they're saying, you did this to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So please help us out. And yeah. at the moment, so Ireland has got, um, it's on some very important committee. The COP28 is happening in November. The Irish government are going to be there. So I'm asking the Irish government to be a government that we can be proud of. I'm asking the Irish government to be... Uh, to be something that, the, even if you disagree with internal politics, even if you disagree with some um, international policies, that whoever goes there representing the Irish government should do something that, that's in the same way we're proud of Michael D. Higgins, in the same way we're proud of Hurland, in the same way we're proud of Katie Taylor, in the same way we're proud of all these heroes, that the politicians who are so elusive and do not encourage trust have an opportunity to stand for something more than their own re-election. They have an opportunity at COP28 to say, we need... need COP28 should fucking cop on. Mm. And they need to say, this loss and damage fund that we set up last year, it's absolutely intolerable that we haven't activated it and we have to do that. Now, that's what I would like to see. I would like to... Politicians we can be proud of. So it's over to them. The other thing then, though, is our own personal carbon. Like I went on this website just to see what my own fucking emissions were like. (laughs) You're after coming back from Africa. (laughs) 
And I'm off to America. Will you go away? I'm off to America to do a fucking... I'm off the charts. Yeah, you're I, off the charts, yeah. How, what do you flights, do? How do flights. you... How do I'm you 37 in? times higher than the national average I don't average know, I'll be over 25 years. But like, you're worse than a cow. I'm, Tell me, are you? how do you put it... You put it in and what? Well, you go into this website. It's called, it's called REN. It's, it's the REN or something. REN.com. And you, you can... Uh, you, so how are you, you going can, to counteract you, it? What? How are you going to reduce that? I don't. I, I don't I, how? I don't know. I mean, you're, you're over in Malawi telling no, but like, four young people to go. You <laughs> going? And there's me flying fucking business class. Back yes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's the countries in Africa. I think, did someone say like Nigeria is like the most corrupt country in the world? It's second on the list because they reckon they paid they paid so to be second. He's under house arrest. But what is it about the governments in Africa that they're so corrupt in most of the countries? And politicians are corrupt the world surviving, over. Surviving because they're just about surviving. Yes. And if you if 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 you're uh, a farmer in rural Africa, um. So their houses were made from these it's red brick, okay, and they, they it's baked clay basically. The hen house would be a big house. Yeah, this would be luxury. This would but be just like, just the size. And of then this. a cyclone can wipe was that. Was that in like a Ireland a hundred years ago? Well, well, two hundred years, years ago. Without them, the climate change, a lot of them don't have electricity. Um, sure. How are they connected to the the government or the cities? Exactly. These people, no, they're no they're, exactly. they're completely self sufficient, and they don't have any connection to the outside world. They don't but, have electricity, well, do they? The problem is now they're not self sufficient because no, of because the, the weather. Yeah, but they, no, do they a lot like, of them don't have electricity. So now their their arch nemesis, their number one problem is climate. Are they all living under different rulers? Like, is is the countries all split up into no, different? There's different leaders tribes, tribes, but there's um, leaders of tribes. And yeah, but they're leaders of tribes, but. They can't, a leader of a tribe can't do anything unless he has access of course yeah to, to funds what's or something the community um, like what's it like as a community there like in terms of little villages are they all protective of each other is there is there a lot of like different generations of families living they don't have nursing homes like you were saying about Vietnam well of course they don't have nursing homes they don't so the, so the old just if you're do mother, they live to a long age if your mother is old and crazy 
Then she's she old, old and crazy in your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you do know what I mean? She's not um, something nice Do they have that. like, obviously because of the climate change and all the cyclones and all that, they're dying. But what's the average, like what age do people live to? Are, 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 you, are they old? Are there old people there or I do saw, they look old? I saw very, very few old people. That's one that I, I... But is it because they don't look old? Because like sometimes maybe. you see somebody... I didn't see, I didn't see very many people with grey gray no, hair. They wouldn't last that long. But they mightn't have grey hair because it might be they're... I didn't see up that many old people. Is basically what I'm saying. What was it like after spending seven or eight hours in the in the van, and then you finally get to the, the these little villages? What did you feel like, Tommy, when you were looking out the window and just you got it boiled? You're boiled in the heat, and then you get out. And uh, did you have lunch in the villages or anything? We, no, we don't, no. We, they 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 might only have one meal a day, so they're not going to give it to you. Okay. What would they have like goats beans and. and Maybe there's a, Mostly a maize dish that they have. It's called, I think, Sema or Suma or something like that. Um, uh, I loved it now. I, I, have to, I have to say that I Did it take I found that being next to African people settled me. But that's because it's your natural habitat because you were born. You were I don't think so. I think there's something about African people. Do you know sometimes if you sit beside somebody who's agitated, it's like it's half contagious <laughs> and you get fucking agitated yeah. as well. These people were yeah. just fucking settled. And I just loved being beside them. What about the colourful just, it, dress it's, it's and the way they It slowed down my central nervous system, being beside them. Great smiles. I fucking loved it. So and what about... crack, you know. Right, so what is, have you changed? Have I changed? And, and your your thoughts? I always or, come back from these things uh, buzzed up and annoyed yeah. about what's going on in the world and asking that our politicians stand for something noble and heroic rather than just be kind of hustle scufflers. You should have wore a heart monitor while you were there and then wore one when you were in San Francisco to see the changes. Like, you must have, it must be such a slower pace over there. Um, maybe, yeah, but it's just, it's just nice. What was the know. nicest thing that happened? Were you, when you sat with them after a while, were you sitting in the village with the chief or a couple of people and was it just, just hearing their laughter or hearing their smiles? Was there a translator there for you all the time? I guess, I guess uh, making, it, when I was in, in conversation with an African via uh, a translator and I was able to make him laugh. I really, I got a big buzz out of that. Maybe that's my and way I'm a part of I me mean, word. If I can make somebody laugh, and so I got talking to this fella. He, their part of Af- of Malawi is going to be cut off. So the um, the cyclone and the torrential rain and the rocks coming down destroyed the bridges. So when the rains come the next time, there the water is going to go over the roads and they're going to be cut off. And he was saying to me, I don't have enough food uh, to last me until the next harvest. Um, I reckon I'll be three or four months with no food at all. And it's a long uh, conversation. And he's telling me I wanted to be a carpenter, but it just I wasn't able to afford it to to go to the town. And I have, um, you know, I'm married here and I have kids and stuff like that. And I says to him, uh, how do you keep your wife happy right and he says every time I go to the market and she works fucking hard man every time I go to the market it's beautiful this isn't like you do Hector he says I pick up something for her as a present and I bring it back to her beautiful that's fucking gorgeous that's nice isn't it does it get married young there Um, I'd say so yeah 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 smiles on the kids faces when you see them kids coming out when you get out of that do they have a lot of kids um, not too many now. The population has grown, but I think they're kind of between maybe four and six. And kids. can I ask? Wouldn't you, be like 
other countries now where they're up with eight, nine kids. Okay. So. Can I ask you, why don't charities take those people and move them to a safer place? Like take them away from that area? Because they, they... They can't. There's no safe area, is there? That's more displacement. Yeah, you can't. Who you do know, you bring in? But is it just how, not how many, how many of them do you... Like, do you take those... Do you take those 20,000 people that are going to be cut off in Palombe once the rains come? So the, being cut off means the only way that they're going to be contactable is via helicopter. That's the only way you're going to get supplies to them. And who the fuck has helicopters? Yeah. Right. So on a day-to-day basis, how are they going to survive? You can't take a village... So their crops are going to be washed away. So they'll have no food. They'll have absolutely nothing. Yeah. And is there no way of protecting them from getting cut off, like building walls? Because the government won't build build bridges. It's hard to believe. But why can't the, the charities do it? Because they, they don't have that much. That's, that, that's why this loss and damage fund that all these I don't rich like countries the sound agreed of that. to. I sound like that. That sounds terrible. That sounds like an afterthought. What? Loss and damage well, that, fund. Well, that, that's just the name it's of it. Fucking terrible. But and it, who gets access to that? The government that's or the trillions charities? Trillions of dollars, is it? The, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's it would be for the governments, but the the Western white powerful governments. Haven't activated, but maybe that's because they're saying, "Oh, the government wouldn't use it for because that anyway." So much because the governments are corrupt. Tape. It doesn't matter. You, 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 there is some. There has to be some way of following the money to make sure it gets. I used. can guarantee you, China has gone into Kenya and they've built rail systems and motorways and bridges in return for their tungsten and their copper and their fishing rights. It can be done. China won't do China it is in every country in, in the world, Malawi. and they will get projects made. This is this. If you're telling me there's trillions of dollars sitting there in a fund that cannot be accessed or does not. No, they just haven't done it because they're, 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 they're mad for the chat. Fucking they're mad saying, you but know. But you're like as if Ireland are going to make any difference in that country. But sure, we have to start so somewhere. You have to start somewhere. It's like Davos. It's and like you, Davos. You stand for something. And you, 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 as the fella, as the Dalai Lama says, you never give up. So you stand for something and it might seem impossible, but you keep saying this is wrong. We need to do something about it. But sure, why are all these countries in this bloody thing if it's only, it's only a talk shop like they're not it's the it. same as Davos when they That's all fly in they talk and talk and talk and listen and listen and listen and nothing fucking happens and the rich are getting richer and there's the fucking tax of the trillionaires around this world is just fucking but ridiculous but then how come we can so then there's obviously the money available because when there's a war in say like Ukraine or the wherever money is the money is pumped directly yeah, yeah. there so why is what they're not important why That's the, not the question isn't that the question? I feel sorry. That is it deeply racist? Is it? It's. It's. Uh, it's. That, that's why it's called climate justice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. deeply racist. It's. Um, and it's not right. It's hard to believe that in this in the country you were in last week, where it is so warm and so humid and so dry, and there's nothing there, and they're trying to be farmers, and then all of a sudden, in a couple of months, there will be torrential fucking floods. That will destroy everything. And did they get diseases then as a result yeah, of that? Yeah, they're, they're mad for cholera. There's a lot, lot of cholera. Typhoid. What's cholera? What does that do to you? I'm not cholera sure. It's not, I don't bacteria think it's not water. good. Typhoid, cholera, hepat. Tell me, what's the local beer? There has to be a beer in Malawi that because the Africans love beer. Oh, it's oh co- probably tiger beer or the stuff. No, no, no. Oh, it was, have, it was something called? like Chichekwe or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Was it good? We passed through this place called Chikawawa. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you stopped to get photos. I said stop the car. Chikawawa. Uh, did you speak a little bit? How do you say hello in Malawi in one of the tribal languages? Like I don't. You see, I I you think out of that I, this is what I think. Right, right. I, I think you should do something for Trokra. I think that's part of your gift. 
So I think that well, I'm so proud that you are happy I love the way Hector He's had two trips now And he's had enough So he's passing the bat on Over <laughs> no, to you but, Hector no, but I know what he's saying. I'm I happy that I'll, I'm so happy that you've seen What I've seen Oh Jesus It's all about him It's all about no, him No It makes me happy <laughs> That you've been the in the Africans will be happy Tommy. about that yeah, too You've been in the, in the villages Um so I think I think Troker, both really both of you. You're a phenomenal fundraiser, Larita. Hector, I think you're. I think you'd be great for Troker. Yeah, but I, I think, think you would. I think that if once a year you headed off somewhere for a week, okay, for a week, okay, and then came and back, just highlighted, and Tommy, about you're in the position. You do it now. I'm doing I, it. I am I doing it. Tommy, Hector will have to make a TV program out of no, it. No, no. Can I ask about what Troker are doing in Malawi? <laughs> you do pay cash <laughs> in hand. <laughs> cash. Ah, fuck off that cash joke. Sorry, I'm just after getting it. You said you didn't hear him saying it to me. Cash. What are Johnny Cash? Hey. Because you're mine. <laughs> I walk the line. What about um what are Trocra doing then on the ground in Malaria? Are they building springs? Are they putting in wells? Are they building schools? Or they have what this fantastic thing called the lead farmer. So uh what I they think do, they do that in Ireland too, Do they? No, no, I'm yeah. So what they do is they they take a farmer and they will teach him. Um, how to get more That's ad- wonderful, yeah. out of the small thing that he it's has. Proper, yeah. And so instead of getting the whole village and say, we'll teach you all, they teach one guy. And that one guy teaches two guys. And those two guys teach four. Yeah. yeah. And, it's actually, and it's mainly women, actually. So that, that that's one of the things they do. Um, they're involved, I, I, I don't actually know, but I don't know that they're in, anywhere Troker are involved, it's either for justice, health, Education and sustainability, and, and also um, they're very involved in the kind of the how would you call it? Is it the international women's movement? Super. So getting women representatives on local tribal councils, um, very concerned about gender-based violence, um, all that type of stuff. It's all all phenomenal. But I think you would be brilliant at it, Hector, because I think you you have a gift for storytelling um, that would, and you've also a gift for languages. Yeah, but and I think I think you'd be great at it. So once a year, I think you should go off to okay, Africa. We'll look into that or some other country. Uh, I just like the way they have a chief in charge. We should have chiefs, like the chief in Knockmore, the chief in the, the chief and the female chief, chiefs as well. Chief, the chief. Imagine chiefs in our parish. We used to have chiefs in our parish. A couple of hundred for years. Though, ago. For though, for though, for though, there was one voice who minded the people, and that chief thing is something that's really interesting. The chief of the parish. So we arrived in this place. And they were singing the song to us and I asked... Did they do any kind of welcome ceremony for you? Yeah, so these women were spontaneously singing as we arrived. We just were drove and we heard this, but this is a song they sang called Water Is Life. And I'll leave you with this and, uh, yeah, COP28, COP on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 